Spouse Holes is brought to you by Mad Viking Beard. Get your all-natural beard supplements at madvikingbeard.com. Drop the razor and beard responsibly. Welcome back to a new episode of Spouse Holes, the wonderful podcast where we assign holes of the week who are assholes in the news and plugs of the week who are people doing good in the news or in your local community and are plugging up those stupid holes. I'm joined here with my <laughs> lovely wife, Kiara, who's laughing at my serious voice. How has this week treated you? Good. We went to a soccer game, so that was fun. We saw almost Uncle Ben play soccer. They lost, but it was fun, and it was hot outside. I don't know how soccer players sometimes can be out there for that long and running around. Um, and then I also did like a board and brush thing, craft night thing. What is it called? A board and brush. Board and brush. <laughs> Sounds fancy. Yeah. So it was a girl's night and I'm very crafty. So we went out and did a craft night <laughs> for a friend's birthday. So what is what is up with you? Nothing. I'm good. Okay. What's so how was your week? My week was good. I feel relaxed. Feel ready for up and coming adventures. Yes. All right. Should we get into some holes? Let's do this. All right. You want to go first? Sure. My hole is an Oregon man. He decided to steal some cookies while wearing a cookie monster t-shirt. <laughs> oh my gosh. I thought you were going to say a mask. I was like, that would be so epic. Like I don't, I'd almost have to just give him the cookies. I couldn't even be upset. At that point. Yeah. He just, just deserved them because if you're wearing a mask of cookie monster that is what you get <laughs> so it was a t-shirt so wait where were these cookies from like who did he steal them from he went into a grocery store and ate half a package of cookies and then left after leaving he then was reported by the store obviously that he had done that and cops were looking for him he turned himself in and said yeah it was a misunderstanding and i'll happily pay for the cookies which, in my opinion, means that he just basically got busted, felt dumb, and was dared by his friends. And to try to avoid a penalty or a further charge, he said that it was a misunderstanding. Was there a picture of this guy on the news? Article uh, the that article saw? that I have doesn't have a picture. It just has a picture of Cookie Monster. <laughs> At least he turned himself in. That's a little awkward. So, my whole also is a thief. This guy is from Ohio. And he went into a bank to go rob it, but he used a slip of paper that had his name, his actual name and his address on it. It was from the DMV. So he wrote his, you know, the give the money to me or whatever to and he slid it to the teller. The teller flipped it over, saw that his name and address were on the paper and, you know, gave him the money. The guy left and they have clear picture of his face like there's no doubt of who this guy is so the cops are still going like looking for him but they all know who he is so they're just waiting for him to it's actually a pretty common thing where they get busted for doing something similar like that there's probably a handful of those out there yeah they say you know they interviewed the you know the fbi or whoever they had to interview for it um, to get the information, they said they actually have a lot of individuals who do that. They drop their cell phones or paper has some type of name of theirs on there. Like they don't even think about that kind of stuff. So a lot of the times it's 
just a matter of just waiting for the person to show up on their radar because they already know who they are. So he yeah. is my whole. Yeah. One a hole and how dumb do you have to be to basically turn yourself in? Yeah. Cause he, ha- I mean, they have your face because of the picture and it's clear. Like he has a, a cap on, uh, a baseball cap on, but it's backwards. So like you can clearly see his face and you know, name address doesn't help. So yeah, they're just looking out, looking for him now. So, so maybe the trick is, is you find one of those pieces of paper of somebody else's. Oh, there you go. And then you do the robbery on Halloween and go in with a good mask or even like a cookie monster outfit, complete outfit, <laughs> run in and then use the piece of paper of your enemy or something. Yeah. And well, they do verify because, well, yeah, I guess if they have the mask because we're it's his face clear. Yeah. They were able to identify him and say, yeah, that's the same guy. So yeah, I don't know what people are thinking. So this weekend, well, this week, um, Eric loves comedy and comedians and going to those shows and everything. So you went to a comedy show this week. Yeah. I went and saw Christina P. So if you guys don't know, she's married to Tom Segura. (laughs) That's like Segura. I don't remember his first name. Um, so they are a, like a duo, like a comedy, a comedy duo, right? Like they, they're they both like comedians. To, yeah. They don't like to actually do shows together because they don't want one or the other feeling like the crowd thinks, oh, you're only here because your husband brought you or you're only here because your wife brought you. They're actually both really good. I have to admit that for Christina, I haven't, her two specials she has on Netflix, she has Mother Inferior and The Degenerates, Half Hour. And I have to admit that they haven't been my more, I haven't been my favorite, I should say. See, I think it's hard being a female comedian because I feel like a lot of your audience is male. I, I could be completely wrong, but I feel like a lot of the times when I talk to people, most of the time it's the guy who's like, oh yeah, like I love comedians and the girl's like, eh, whatever. Um, so for a female she can relate to other females, but the way that they relate is like pregnancy or like motherhood. Well, she also has a podcast that is called your mom's house podcast with her husband, Tom Segura. Right. And her personality on the podcast, I laugh, I enjoy, but I don't feel like she truly came out in her specials. So my brother wanted to go to the comedy show and you know, I'm always down to go to the comedy show. So we went and she killed it. It was, that's what I want to see in a special from her. So you recommend her, like if anyone were to go to her show, you you would definitely recommend. If you could see Christina P live, she'll make you laugh. That's guaranteed. When me and my brother went, we were thinking it was going to be more like her Netflix specials kind of laid back a little bit, not quite pushing the envelope. And she came out swinging. She was the person we expected from the podcast, and we laughed the entire time. It was a really good show. So does she feed off of the audience as far as, like, teasing the audience? It's like, what do you call that? When the comedian, oh, like, like when you interacts. interact with the audience right. and stuff? Is, is she, like, with that or not really? She did it a little bit. There's definitely comedians who do it more, but she did it, like, just enough so it's... Not over... Overdone. Like, some people, they won't even come with material because they're so good at just making fun of people <laughs> that I've seen a whole show be just making fun of the audience, which so I've what do you enjoyed prefer, too. I was gonna say, what do you prefer? Do you prefer them coming with their material and teasing a little bit with the audience or do you prefer them coming in with their material? For me, I like a just well-balanced show more than anything. Like if they can come in with their jokes, but then also have 
some interaction with the audience. That's pretty good for me. Who was the other person that we saw on Netflix? Whitney Cummings. And what did you think about the? I know that you heard different. I felt like you heard different reviews, so you kind of came in thinking the worst because of the reviews, and you like you highly think of the people who are giving those reviews. So what, what was your opinion? So for me, I just knew that I had heard a lot of bad comments saying that she just bashes men for the entire standup. But then I knew what men were actually promoting her, like Burt Kreischer. And, you know, if Burt's saying, go watch the special, there's more to it than just bashing men because he's that kind of comedian that you would make fun of for making fun of men. He's your man's man, if you will. And so the fact that he was promoting her, I'm like, you have to at least give it a shot. You can't just go with what people are saying. And so me and you watched it. And at first I thought it was going to be a little man bashy, but after watching it, I thought it was hilarious. I laughed quite a bit for a net. It's hard to judge versus in person and what people put on their Netflix special because one of my favorite comedians I've ever seen live is Joey Diaz. And Joey Diaz has a Netflix special, um, also The Degenerates Half Hour on Netflix, but then he also has a full stand-up special on Amazon Prime. And if you watch both of those, you'll laugh, but it's not Joey Diaz. Like He's either holding back or being told he can't quite be his full self. But then when I saw him live, it's the number one show I've ever seen live. And I was crying. I was gasping for air at times. It was the hardest I've ever laughed at a comedy show. But it just doesn't reflect the same on a Netflix, on a special that you watch on TV. So for me, it was like that Whitney Cummings special. I actually laughed quite a bit. And you could tell that it was well-written jokes and crafted and not you don't need to be there live to have a good laugh so i don't know how to put it all into words but it was very surprising how well it was for me because i just went in with low expectations and it turned out to be pretty damn funny yeah when you told me that the reviews were like heavy with man bashing bashing and just being just so much woman rights which i understand there's a lot of that going on right now but when I watched it, I'm like, no, like there's a good balance to everything. It's not like one way heavy, like go suck it. You know, it's like she's comes. Yeah, there is points that she makes, but it's not rough. It's like, oh, yeah, actually, that makes sense. You know, but it's also the uh, the flip side. She does do some jokes as far as like, hey, you guys are there's females out there who are extreme also. So it was kind of cool seeing that. So when you went into it, I felt like you were kind of like just turned off and expecting the worst. But once you kind of watched it, you were able to give her a shot. Yeah. The fact that she was being promoted by some of the other male comics that I feel like if the woman didn't have talent, they wouldn't be willing to promote is the reason I went in to even watch it. And then she immediately erased any questions I had of it being just about man bashing. And she does man bash a little bit, but it's more in a fun way versus just men suck. Like you suck. Yeah. Makes sense. So it was good. I recommend watching it if you haven't seen it. I think it's Can I Touch It by Whitney Cummings. Yeah, that one was hilarious. Yeah. And weird. So... I lost my train of thought. Uh, seems to be one of those days. It's always those days, you guys. It's busy with the kids and just activities and 
Sometimes I don't even know how I make it to the end of the day. Mm, coffee, coffee, coffee. <laughs> and speaking of coffee, you know, you talked about your activity night, but what you didn't explain is what you made. Yeah, I made a, I guess it's a board, like a, like a sign, and it says rise and grind. So, and it has like the hooks for your coffee cups. So we are heavy coffee drinkers. I gotta buy the buy it by the pounds. Yeah, like that's if I don't have my coffee, I don't think I could survive a full day. So, <laughs> but yeah, so it was fun doing that. Um, that was like my little activity. It was nice to get out of the house a little bit, get a little yeah, time to yourself. It's weird because I think the last time I think we were talking about this, but the last time I went out with it, like just me, was two years ago when, when Zaley Daly was, was first born. born. Yeah, yep. that was that's crazy. The last time that I went out by myself without you, without the girls, and it's not like grocery shopping or something. Because <laughs> sometimes I like, will go by myself grocery shopping at night, but it's like you know, fifteen not, minutes, not for fun, just no. <laughs> to get stuff done. Right, and if you know me, I'm not a shopper, so I literally just go in with my list, look what I need to get, grab it, and then I leave. So, but yeah, it was fun. It was a fun activity. So, but you, do you feel like it's something you'd want to do more of, or is it just like uh, I still enjoy not? being no it is something i would do more it's just i guess to me i'm like like it's expensive because i'm like i don't like to spend money i'm definitely a saver so that's the only thing that i'm like like the price on it but it is three hours long so i mean it was worth it i thought it was fun there's so many things that you can create too so and I'm the type of person who I, for the most part, like to put things on my walls that I've created. Like if I'm putting something up, because I like the uniqueness of it, it's not something you can just buy. So No duplication. Right. So I kind of wanted to talk to you about a little something. What's your opinion of pranks and when a prank goes too far? Oh, it kind of depends more... on what the prank is, I guess. Like what... Um, so for instance, there's this prank out there that I think crosses a line, but a lot of people don't think it crosses a line uh-huh. where a guy will, um, park his bike at the top of a hill and he'll tie it to like a string or a rope uh-huh. and he's looking for people to steal it and take off down the hill. And then eventually the string runs out of slack oh, and no. snatches the bike out from the thief and they face plant hard and... One of the videos, there's a few versions of these on YouTube, but one of the versions, the guy gets just knocked unconscious because he face plants so hard well, can onto you the sue? cement. I mean, like, how does that work? Like, could you sue this person? But then it's like you stole his bike. So I don't know. I don't know if I see that as a prank, though, because if it's like somebody you know and it's like your cousin who's coming and getting on that bike and it's your bike and then you do that like I think that's effort up that's crossing a line but if it's like some random person coming to steal your bike I don't know if that's really is that a prank All is that considered a prank I don't know I, I just feel I like I guess that, in their mind they're pranking them by thinking haha you're gonna get a free bike and then face plant I mean I just feel like that's a lesson like don't steal people's bikes. That's true. And then another one they attached um, like a tasing device to the bike. Oh my gosh. And they let the guy ride away for so many pedals and then they, it's remote activated and they can just hit a switch and it and zaps the hell them. out of them. See so I don't know if that would be a prank though. Like I said like to me a prank is like something you do to somebody you know. So like that's me putting a taser on my bike and then you get on my bike. 
then I feel like that's a too far, like that's a prank to me and that's too far. But if it's somebody's like stealing something, like I don't feel like that's really a prank. <laughs> so what about this prank? Uh, you're out at the mall and you look down and you see a $5 bill and you reach down and you pick up the $5 bill and it is indeed a $5 bill. But what you don't realize is someone had smeared shit. Oh, girl. <laughs> all over the bill and so so you pick it up and you now have shit in your hand is that a prank has that gone too far because technically you could still go into the bathroom wash the bill wash your hands good and you made five dollars so is that a prank See, but then you would be the only one that would know like if you did the five bucks and you threw it down you would be the only one knowing that's a joke like somebody else who picks it up wouldn't know that it was like they could be like oh somebody must have like dropped it and poop or whatever you know i don't know but that's gross that's too far but i guess i don't know i'm trying to think of impractical jokers that's what i'm trying to think in my head to see what justifies it as a prank and what does isn't a prank i guess that's kind of where my mind is at like is this really a prank okay how about this one i'll put this one on you so in russia they have a big thing where if you're the first to fall asleep at a any if like if you're doing a guy's night out and you fall asleep or if they're doing sleepovers or whatever, the first one to fall asleep gets pranked. Okay, so that makes sense to me. That to me would be a prank. Okay, so this prank, this guy fell asleep on a table and so they were able to, he was very intoxicated and he passed out on a table, I should say. <laughs> so imagine, you know, you're back in school and how you put your arms flat on the table and you put your head down on your right. arms. That's how he is sleeping. And so what they went out and did is they got a saw, electrical saw, and they just cut around him. And so as they finish the cut, he falls to the floor because he's no longer supported by the table. Is that a good prank? I don't know. I mean, I feel like that'd be so funny. <laughs> yeah, I think that would, I mean, you know what's, and you're, you're drunk. Like, I feel like you know that's, that's part of it. Now, if like they cut, see that I'm weird though because I'm like that. I mean, it, yeah, probably her, and it would have been kind of funny. But if like somebody were to go and like cut my hair, then I'd be pissed. Like I'm like, okay, that that definitely crosses a line. Like, do not do that. But where he like falls, I don't know. I feel like that would be funny. So, <laughs> Maybe I'm just evil. I don't. Well, know. and he doesn't get seriously injured. Right. So, I know that when I was growing up, we did the first one to fall asleep at sleepovers would get something. And it was typically just a handful of flour to the face. But we had one person that took (laughs) those jokes too far because the rule was first one to fall asleep gets pranked. I was really good at never falling asleep first. So I hardly ever, if ever, got the first sleep penalty. But this one friend decided he was going to set a little alarm on his phone and he was the second one to fall asleep. So he avoided a penalty. Then he fell asleep, got a good night's rest. Woke up at, say, four in the morning or so. You know, we might have went to sleep at two. He went to bed, who knows, 11, and then wakes up at four, and then he just flowers everybody at the party. Everybody got a handful of flour. And so we're like, hey, that really violates the rules. You know, he just broke the code. So the next time we all got together, or a few times down the line, we waited for him to fall asleep, and we super glued his face to the floor. Cause that would be, that's too far. <laughs> In my opinion, that's too far. But I, I don't. Yeah, I, 
I don't know. I guess it depends on the mood that I'm in. Because there's sometimes where I'm like, yeah, leave me alone. Like, I'm not in the mood. And I would hope that people would respect that. But if it's like, like they don't, then I'm like, hey, you're definitely crossing a line. Because I already told you I don't want to be doing this, you know. But super glue to the face, I think that's too far. (laughs) So how did they get his face off of the ground? So it was carpet in one of my friend's basement. And so we had to like pull his head up a little bit and then (laughs) cut the carpet and then he had to very gently like start oh i bet that hurt so bad did it not i mean i feel like that would hurt have you gotten super like on your fingers i feel like that hurts so i think that he had (laughs) had to wear off naturally over time walking around with carpet on your face <laughs> i mean that would be really embarrassing how old are you guys roughly like is this like junior high elementary older high than school? 16 high school age yeah. oh my gosh probably sophomores in high school that's what you get living in utah you get real bored, you get real bored. <laughs> i have another time where we had a friend who we would do the old toilet paper somebody's house at night yeah and so we had all snuck out and we were toilet papering this person's house who one of the people in our group didn't like very much. So we were toilet papering their house and someone w- must have woke up in the house because all of a sudden from a window we heard, you guys can start cleaning that up now. And we were being kind, like we weren't doing, you know, tire, flattening tires or putting nails right. down or poo anywhere. It was just toilet paper. So in my opinion, that wasn't terrible. But we had this one guy, one of our friends who typically wasn't with us because a lot of the guys didn't get along with him too much. And he had come this time and he was toilet papering with us. And then when that voice came down and said, you guys can start cleaning that up. He named every person (laughs) and then yelled, run. (laughs) So kind of like the people at the bank who turned themselves in and uh, by putting a piece of paper on. Yeah, he basically turned us in by naming us all one by one and the fact that it's pretty obvious at that point who just... Right, and the area is a small area, so (laughs) that's funny. Got busted. Yeah, I don't think we did a lot of pranks growing up, but I have a big family and a lot of us are girls, so I don't think we really did a lot of that stuff. Yeah, I can't think of many prank pranks. My mom always thought it was funny on April Fool's Day to put a piece of clear tape around the sprayer on your sink. You know, like some of the sinks oh, have yeah. the detachable little faucet head that you can super clean dishes and stuff. She would tape that down so when you went to wash your hands, you'd flip the water on and you'd get sprayed. She thought it was the funniest damn thing and she did it every year. And you would think, you know, okay, choose something new. But also, it's like, how dumb are you to fall for it every year? Because every year, somebody fell for it. And so, props. I don't think she ever did that when I was there. Yeah, it was more... Like, your younger years? Through high school. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Do you want to do some plugs? Let's do some plugs. <laughs> do you want me to go first since you went first last time? Yeah, you can totally go first. We also put these up on our accounts we do a link to it on Instagram and Facebook, but we also do the whole story on our website at spousals.com. We, <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram at Spouseholes Podcast and Facebook at Spouseholes Podcast. Correct. 
All right. So my plugs are actually it's a group of people. There was an SUV that crashed. It like jumped over a curb and crashed into this tree and it started smoking. And the lady or the person inside um, was stuck. So they were this group of people just went to prevent the vehicle from flipping over upside down and they pushed it and they tried getting the person out. They were able to get the person out. Um, but yeah, you just see a group of people coming together and helping this person. So to me, their plugs just because sometimes I feel like you're iffy about going and helping people. Like there was one time where there was a car accident and I was driving and it was probably like 10 30 at night, 11 o'clock I was driving home and I'm like, I don't know if I should get out and see if everyone's okay. I mean, there were other people out there who were helping and just seeing if the crash, people, you know, if everyone in the crash was fine. But I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be like more of a burden to come out and see if everyone's okay. So I called you and I left because I was like, I don't know. I just feel like I'm a little brown girl trying to help and I don't know if I can actually help anybody. So for me, <laughs> so for me, they are all plugs because they actually went out and... You did know, something about did it. Did something and made sure that the vehicle didn't flip over on the person and, you know, cause more injuries or anything. So that is really cool. Good job, California people. I applaud them. It's a strain to put your body on the line, too. And they could have actually hurt themselves in the process. Right. Because a lot of times, you know, people aren't in the best shape, if you will. Well, and some of them are like females and older people. Like it's not a bunch of like young, like dudes. Like you see, oh, yeah, it's like just a random collection of people. Yeah, just so going someone could have helping. definitely like torn a muscle or something because right. I know I've got out and we've talked about it a little bit on the podcast before, but like I've helped push vehicles that have broken down at lights and stuff. And one time I remember pushing a vehicle a good little distance, and afterwards I felt like I had hurt myself. Yeah. And you know I can't claim to be in the best shape, but you know I guess round is a shape, so I'm in a shape. <laughs> so but, you're in a shape. Uh, yeah, so good for them. It's definitely a risk to put your body on the line for someone you don't know. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's really cool. So I have a little bit of a pet peeve, and it's legal here in Utah. I don't know where it's legal everywhere else, but people are allowed to hold a sign asking you for money or come up to you and oh, ask yeah. you for money. I, that's one of my biggest pet peeves, too. Like I cannot stand that just because... I work. I've worked before, so I'm like, you can do it. You can work. Well, and like sometimes it's just so hard for me to trust if they're truly in a spot where they can't. Yeah. So, I, mean, I, could, oh, yeah. I could understand someone who legitimately like has seen the front line of war and just mentally can't handle it. You know, I can, I can understand that. But I have an example where there was this couple that would always um, have a sign asking for money that in front of a Walmart. And one day we were at the Walmart and I said, man, these guys are always out here. We were with uh, one of my brother's friends and my brother's friend says, oh yeah, they live across the street from me. They have a house and cars and they're not even homeless. And their sign says like homeless, please help. And they had one of those electric little scooter things and they were sitting on it. And I guess none of them need it. And so they would literally just post up in front of Walmart asking for money and they would make enough money between the group of them doing it every day to afford a lifestyle that clearly doesn't make any sense right so for me it's like how can i tell because sometimes like i feel like being generous is a good thing and trying to help someone and is a good thing if you can yeah but other times it's like 
Are you really needing help or are you just... Man, I sound like a little bitch, you know, because I'm like, I cannot stand it. Well, I can't. But I'm the type of person who's like, if you're out there asking because you need like food or whatever, like I'll go and buy you the food. Like I'm not... Yeah. Because sometimes I'm like, I, I don't want to be the person who gives you the money and you go and use it on drugs. Like I don't want to be somebody who's putting you in a worse situation, you know? So if it's like, oh, I want you know, food or something. I'm like, okay, well I'll go with you. Let's go get you some food. You know? Yeah. I can remember one time that that happened to me. Someone approached me and said, Hey, uh, can we have some money? You know, oh, the lady with the little kid. No, this one was two guys that were like not much older than me at the time. Uh-huh. And they're all like, Hey, could we, could you spare some money, man? And I'm like, no. And they're like, well, is it because you just have a debit card? And I'm like, yeah. It's like, well, we haven't eaten. Will you buy us some food? And, I like just felt like they were just hustling, you know, but if they want food, I'll buy them food. So I'm like, yeah, I'll buy you food. And so they come into the restaurant with me and I say, you just order what you want to eat. And surprisingly, they were pretty respectful. Like they didn't go crazy and order the whole damn menu. Right. And, but then they like wanted to sit with me and eat with me and my friend that I was with. And so it was like, one, they definitely hadn't bathed in many days. So there was a very high smell that was very I, another big pet peeve is body odor. <laughs> anyway, this is to the point to my plug, not bashing on people. There was a guy who got laid off, and instead of holding a sign on the street corner, he decided to hold a sign on the street corner that said, "I just got laid off. Please take my resume." Yes, I saw that one. I literally was like, "Oh, this is a good one." Yeah. And so he actually got a lot of response, and he's had a his inbox has flooded with oh, good. some opportunities to, to get some interviews in and see if he can't get employed but he was outside in the heat of the day with a smile on his face and a resume and sometimes even if your resume says this is my name these are my skills places will hire you there's places that you just have to hold a sign outside of a building directing you to that building People can do that. They'll hold signs on the corner that says, give me food or homeless, please help. They can hold that sign and point it to that building instead of to themselves right? and get a paycheck and get insurance and start doing it for themselves. Yeah. And that's my biggest thing. I know that when I had my heaviest <laughs> side of close to 400 pounds, probably 400 pounds at one time and my beard was really long, almost down to my nipple line. Uh, I told you one day that I was going to just go out and stand on the corner with some crappy clothes on as a joke to see how much money I could get. But I never actually had the guts to go out and do something like that. But I did look pretty homeless. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's awesome that he did that. That's a good plug. There's, I mean, I'm sure everyone sees these kind of people who are out there. There was one guy who at another Walmart close to where I used to work. Um, he had an oxygen tank and his wheelchair, but the oxygen tank was never plugged into anything. It was just a tank sitting next to him. And sometimes he would have a mask on, but you could tell that it wasn't lined up to anything. <laughs> so, cause it, you know, you stop and they're like right there on the corner and you like sit there for a minute to see the turn. And so sometimes you can, if you look at them, you're like, what, what are you doing? Like, it's definitely a show like you're not you know and there have been people who came up who have come up to us that lady who said she had kids in the car and her car broke down that she needed money and you're like okay well um let me go and 
we can go to the gas station or whatever. I think she ran out of gas or something is what her excuse was. And she would not go to the gas station. And you were like, no, like if your kids are in the car, like we can go together. And I was with you. So it wasn't like awkward, like you going by yourself with this lady and she was afraid of you. Like we were like, no, we can go with you to the gas station. And she wanted the cash. Like she did not want any help with the gas. So yeah, it is iffy, but I'm glad to hear this guy actually. Getting some response and trying to fend for himself. So I have a train of thought when it comes to these people with signs. If you make me laugh on your sign, you're more likely to get me to give you money. Like I saw one guy that just said, I'm not going to lie. I just want beer. Right. Totally gave him money. (laughs) And then there's one person on the internet on, I think it's, you can find him on YouTube or something, but he has a cardboard sign that he can fold and manipulate a little bit. And it says, I need money. And then when he opens it up, it says for weed. And so it's just stuff like that. Like I would donate to that or, See, and I can't because I'm like, I don't want I find it so funny. Like, if you're being honest. Well, but I'm like, what if he's an alcoholic? So I'm like, I can't give you money to go buy alcohol because I don't want to encourage you being an alcoholic if that's what your problem is and that's why you can't get employed. I don't know. It's just my mentality. It's interesting to see our mentalities, how different they are because... And then my other one is if your sign isn't, you know, making me laugh, but if you're performing in any way. Oh, yeah. Like, sometimes you'll, you'll see, see, like, like the jugglers or, like, or yeah, music people. Stuff yeah. Stuff like that. And there's just one guy, I think it's in New York, where he uh, puts one of those uh, tightrope, whatever it's called, you know, on the office where they do that thing where like it's, like, slacklining. Oh, okay. Slacklining, okay, yeah. where they, like, do, like, little tricks and stuff. Well, he sets up his slack line during the red light and he'll perform on a slack line. Oh, wow. Do some really cool stuff. And then as the light changes, he just releases the slack. See, I and, could give money to somebody and, who does yeah, that. Stuff like they're that. Like working, <laughs> they're working for it, you know? I think when we were in Peru, they did stuff like that. Like they would have street performers trying to get money and one guy would like spin a basketball. Yeah. And do crazy stuff like that. It's just that. sad for me because when we, when we do go to Peru and you see the different cultures as far as like the poverty and like how the treatment of those people are to me it's sad to go there was one year that I went with my family and you see even like kids who are trying to, to you know make a living and they'll as soon as you hit that red light they'll jump on your car and start cleaning the car and the windshield and and the taxi drivers will start screaming at them to get off the car. And it's so sad to me. It like breaks my heart each time. But yeah, in Peru, you do see people who perform and do stuff too on the side of the road. Or they'll walk down and, you know, popsicles. We're playing popsicles. So, Well, so uh, to go along with that, the people in Florida that are trying to reduce mm-hmm. homeless uh, overcrowding certain areas have decided their tactic to get rid of the homeless and that area that they're trying not to have crowded is to play annoying kid songs on repeat all day oh i'm sure if you say the song a lot of parents that are listening are like okay yeah i would definitely believe too so i guess there's two of them one is that shark, shark? song yeah yeah <laughs> and then the other one is a taco song oh I don't know what i'm not too familiar is. with the taco one or the shark one like i've heard the shark one because i looked up in the story I wasn't familiar with either of them because our kids aren't quite to that stage. And to be honest, I hope they never get to a point where they want to listen to one song on repeat. But they probably will. And I'll probably <laughs> listen to it on repeat with them and I will learn it. But yeah, so they're going to just continually repeat that, like shark song. songs. Yeah. Which is sad. I mean, I get that people have problems. I wish that there was, you know, better. 
I think in form of protest, if you had like a really uh, smart homeless man leading the charge, they would just choreograph all the homeless people a dance to the Shark Shark song. And so that it was like their way of protesting that just because you're going to put this song on repeat doesn't mean we're going to leave. Instead, we're going to do these badass dance moves and you can change the song and we'll just have a new dance for you. A new dance routine. (laughs) That would be interesting to see. That's sad. But good plug. Get those holes filled. All right, guys. Um, Like Eric said, if you guys want to listen or... (laughs) Sorry, if you guys want to read those articles, we'll have them up on the website, spousals.com. I also put a little picture on Instagram and Facebook at Spousals Podcast. And you guys can sometimes look through the pictures and you can get the gist of the story. So if you want a little bit more detail, go hit us up on that. Don't forget to follow us, subscribe, and rate. Thank you. We appreciate it. Bye.